Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to The Traitors. And today we are talking about episode seven. Oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how on the edge of my seat I was. It was genuinely one of the most crazy 
episodes of reality TV I've ever watched in my whole life. It was, there was twists, there were turns, there was backstabbing, there was so many good moments that I just, I couldn't help but just, I think genuinely I had my phone out to write some notes down, but I did not talk to another living soul during this episode because it was so important and so gripping, hooking, everything. I genuinely think it's not only one of the best Traitors episodes in general, it's one of the best reality show episodes that I've ever seen in my whole life. It was lovely. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the big cliffhanger. Did Diane drink the poison or did she discard it? Call Miles out what happened. Unfortunately, she did drink from the goblet, which means she has been poisoned. And fortunately, we found out that the poison does not take immediate effect. So at breakfast, Diane was still there. She was still alive. And obviously, Diane and Ross came in first. And so they had a little chin wag. And they were they were like, stop being so hard on this person. Stop being so hard on this person. Because it's not them. It's not them. They're just going backwards and forwards. It was really, really interesting to watch. And then Miles walks in and he goes, Hi! Because <laughs> obviously he's sitting there going, Diane, you should be dead. I killed you last night. What's what's happen happening here? What is going on? <laughs> and then obviously Harry walks in and goes, And then Paul walks in and goes, uh, to be fair, the only one that was kind of a little bit sus was uh, Miles. Because I think it was just the sheer shock of, Oh, whereas the other two hid it a little bit better. <laughs> but it was still an incredibly, incredibly funny moment. And it's led to one of the best memes of the whole series, Miles walking and going, hi. So um, we were told by Claudia that someone is going to die by the end of the mission. And I think it was very, very interesting that she mentioned the word poison. Because immediately... Zach started bringing up the drinks and who who gave who drinks last night and it's it's tough because as I'll get into a little bit later I feel like this was a little bit unfair on Miles because he he had to he he was the one that obviously was tasked with the job of killing Diane like last series I'm pretty sure Amanda had to kiss someone on the cheek or something like that, uh, the kiss of death, and that person died during the night, so th- there was nothing to go off of, but here, Diane's still alive, so they can find out who who gave her drinks, or who was doing anything suspicious around her, and it did just feel a little bit unfair, if I'm being 100% honest, Although I did love having Diane around for the final um, part of the episode. It did just feel a little bit unfortunate for Miles in that case. So before the mission started, Paul was saying that Diane was never going to be banished. So that's why they decided to get rid of her. Which was an interesting statement because Diane very literally did nearly get banished in the round table with... um, Brian and Ash, it was only when it came to a revote that she didn't receive as many votes as the other two. So I definitely think they could have gotten her out via banishment because she does have a certain element of 
mystery around her, but it is, uh, I understand when they've done it, but you need someone, she wasn't throwing any of their names out, so they needed someone there that was going to be throwing out random names to take the blame off of themselves. I don't know. I feel like Diane was a bit of a poor choice. I probably would have gone for, for someone like Jasmine, maybe, or Andrew. No, Andrew's suspicious now. So I would have gone for someone that's very, very quiet and not very opinionated, like Charlie or Evie. But as we'll learn later on in the episode, Evie's a bit of a queen now. So it was it was very, very interesting. Jazz and Zach had a conversation, um, basically saying that Paul was a traitor. I think they're very much dead set on the fact that Paul is a traitor, which I find very, very interesting. Diane was then bringing up the fact that Miles didn't want his rosé and so gave it to her, and immediately she clocked Miles. But she's also clocked that Evie also gave her a drink, so she knows that if she goes, it's one of those two. But obviously, they are making a lot of assumptions at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> she then accused Miles, and Miles was like, ah, what? <laughs> what's going on <laughs> it was very very funny to see miles put on the spot like that it was very reminiscent of um sonia walking into the breakfast room and going up to ash and going are you a traitor and her going huh <laughs> um and then finally um there was a moment where charlotte was like could it could it have potentially been like a cheers like you cheers someone and that's what got them killed and jasmine was like no and now i think you're suspicious mic drop moment Clearly, the people behind the traitors know their audience very, very well. Because tell me why the mission for today was a funeral for Diane. <laughs> Genuinely, you cannot make this shit up. I was just in astonishment at the fact that we were we were doing an entire mission slash challenge trying to work out what player had been poisoned and if they guess correctly they get seven grand added to the prize total and then they bury the person who is deceased or who has been killed by the poison it was it was all just a very camp excuse to make the whole episode about diane which i think is absolutely great because diane has been the best person on this series so far just like Amanda was in the previous series, she's the best person we have on the series at the moment. And genuinely, a whole episode dedicated to her. Like, she, she was gone halfway through, and yet they were still talking about her for the rest of the episode. That's the power that she had on this show. So, let's just quickly talk through the, the, the challenge. They were given clues as to what um who who was safe and who was not, so they could decide who it was between um they said watch out for crocodile tears that's what claudia warned them about because obviously the traitors are going to be faking being upset um and the first clue was something along the lines of um the people who got the first shield in the first challenge um are are not poisoned so jazz and harry were immediately safe um jasmine was also safe because she had a shield so she couldn't have been poisoned um the choir singing the funeral march by chopin <laughs> another really really entertaining funny moment and then they started singing about oh the people who won or who received votes at last night's vote <laughs> are safe <laughs> so andrew ross and zach were deemed safe the next question was a bit of a shit one if i'm being honest it was tracy would leave world her all her worldly goods to somebody who is it i think we worked out by the end process of elimination that it was Evie 
Um, but obviously they put Diane forward and Claudia had to go, mm, not quite, back in line. And then um, the last one was never received a vote at the round table. So obviously Miles was gone, Charlie was gone, other people were gone as well. Uh, I can't remember. And it just left Evie, Diane and Paul left over. Then they made them get into coffins. <laughs> Lie down in coffins and then one by one, each of the people, um, each of the faithfuls and traitors, the remaining players, had to toss a rose in the casket of the person that they thought was going to die. And I thought it was very, very interesting because there was also some little, little chat from Diane to Paul and Evie was in the conversation as well. And Diane said, if I go, it's Miles. If Paul goes, it's Jazz. And I found that very interesting because, again, they're, they're really clinging on to the fact that it's literal poison and that it was something to do with the glasses that were passed around. Talk more on that later. But it's a bold assumption to make, I personally think, and it could have led them to barking up the wrong tree. So here are the votes. Jazz voted for Evie as the person that he thought was going to die. Harry voted for Diane. Molly voted for Diane. Miles voted for Paul. Zach voted for Diane. Ross voted for Diane. Charlotte for Diane, Charlie for Diane, Jasmine for Diane, Andrew for Paul, and that meant that the majority of them went for Diane, and Diane was the person who died, so the casket swung shut, Claudia Winkleman whacked it down, dead, and um, they won seven grand, but obviously it was a very, very sombre, sad, like, sequence i thought and it was especially sad when ross went up and chucked a rose in his mum's casket and she just looked up at him and mouthed the words bye i i like almost that that almost broke me that almost like set me off the edge that was genuinely such a moment i can't i actually can't get over the fact that that was yeah it was lovely so unfortunately diana's gone may she rest in peace big up but yeah that was that was the challenge a funeral for diane now we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the situation because paul is waging a war on a fellow traitor which i gotta be honest is really suspicious i find it really really annoying that no one's called him out on the fact that he should have died instead of meg like I'm, I'm sorry. How, how has nobody, how has nobody really like actually thought about that? The fact that Meg was receiving so much heat, and when it came down to Paul, who was voted most popular, and it came down to Meg, who was basically on the verge of going in that round table, why would they kill her off? So I'm sorry, but they're they're just they're just really missing key details and facts and it's really starting to bug me but paul is trying to pin it all on miles and being like oh well diane said it was miles that passed her a drink last night so it's got to be him and really just drip feeding poison in everybody's ear and that's hard to watch because paul is really making it apparent that he he actually isn't a team player when it comes to the traitors He's out for himself and himself only. They He wants to sacrifice people in order to make it further in the game, which admittedly is fair enough because 
like I said, the producers kind of set Miles up to fail here by allowing Diane to save stay another day because obviously they received the intel of who she took drinks off last night. And I just think, A, that was a poor decision on production's half, but Paul's capitalised on that and essentially driven this narrative that he that miles is a traitor because he passed diana drink which i think is again a bold assumption to make why are you making these assumptions how do you know this paul that's what i would be asking i'd be like "Mm, that's a bit suspicious why are you why are you drilling this home this is a bit a little bit sus um i found it interesting that um zach and miles had a conversation and miles was like well we're making a very bold assumption that it was anything to do with drinks. And Zach was like, damn, actually, you might be right. We've been too hung up on the fact that it could be drinks when it actually could have been anything. We don't know how the, how she was poisoned. We just know she was poisoned and we're just assuming it's a drink. So if we if we all vote for you and we get it um, and the assumption's wrong, then we could be getting rid of a faithful. Miles, I thought Miles did play it very, very well because he went, he was standing outside the group. There was like a group meeting. I can't remember exactly who was in it. I know Paul wasn't, but Harry was. And they were bringing up Miles' name. And then Miles was outside listening to them, walked in, sat down, and went, I just find it a bit suspicious that Paul is the one that's driving home this narrative. And Paul is the one that's driving this when he's remained so impartial, so like so far in this game and then he started bringing up the the whole sort of um meg situation which i thought was very interesting so it's it's very very oh it was just it was gripping and dramatic because paul's gunning for miles miles is now gunning for paul and it just becomes this 1v1 that was just incredible to watch it didn't have a good outcome i'll be honest but yeah, it was definitely, definitely engaging to watch. I've, I've got to, I've got to say, I've got to be a hundred percent honest. So it's time to talk about the round table. We're currently standing at fifty six thousand five hundred fifty pound, which is incredible. That's an amazing amount of money. We're only on episode seven. There's still eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Still five more challenges, I think, left. Um, so we definitely could be getting over seventy, eighty grand in that prize pot. Um, the the sentiment of this round table was it's time to avenge Diane. And I thought that was actually a really, really good thing. I've got to be a hundred percent honest. I am team faithful this series. Last series, I was team traitor because of Andrea, Andrea, not Andrea because of, um, Oh no. How am I forgetting her name? Amanda. That's the one because of Amanda. I was team traitor because of Amanda. But this series, I can't stand Paul. I think he's a lovely bloke, don't get me wrong. But the way he's playing this game is really frustrating me and really making me angry. And it's... In my head, I've always lived by it's better to work together than to go it alone. Because if you try and forge your own path on your own, you're probably going to get caught out quicker than if you work as a team and you all have each other's backs. So far, Paul has stabbed two of his fellow traitors in the back. So I would be worried if I was Harry. But let's talk about the talking points. Really, there was only two people in the firing line for this round table, which was 
kind of unique for this, i got to be honest. Paul started speaking first and brought up exactly what Diane said to him. And when Miles was like, well, that's convenient because Diane isn't here to talk about, like, to, to corroborate that and no one else heard, Paul went, well, Evie heard me. And Evie went, I didn't actually. And that gagged Paul. Paul was like, because oh. obviously his whole argument kind of hinged on the fact that Evie was there for that conversation. Now, I was like, oh, I'm sure she was there for that conversation. And it's very interesting because on Twitter, Evie went, of course I heard that conversation. I just wasn't playing into Paul's narrative, which I found fascinating. Not only did he, uh, did she sort of expose him a little bit but now she's very suspicious of him and i wouldn't be surprised if she starts turning up the heat on him that one tweet has really shot evie up in my estimations and now i'm actually excited to see how she plays the rest of this game she's kind of been below the radar not really adding anything but this episode she was fantastic she really did add key elements to this debate, which I thought was really, really good. Evie brought up the fact that it could have had nothing to do with the drinks. So that was a potential angle to look at. And Miles says that the drinks narrative is being pushed very, very hard. And the person who is pushing it is Paul. And so that's a little bit suspicious because there is no clue. There's no actual, this is what happened. This is how Diane got poisoned. But Paul's making out like, oh yeah, this is exactly how it happened. This this must be it. This has to be it. And so he's kind of taking that charge, taking that lead. And it's now working against him, I feel like, a little bit. Um, Paul obviously brought up the Niles narrative that obviously he is... He doesn't add much during the round table. He's, he's very shifty. He's this, he's that. He doesn't really go for shields during challenges and things like that. I think that's very circumstantial bullshit, really. It's not... Like, there's a lot of people who haven't gone for shields. Charlotte hasn't gone for a shield. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, oh, no, Ross did get one. So did Molly. Um, but you see what I mean by, like, uh, Evie hasn't gone for one um charlie hasn't gone for one there's other people around this table who are exhibiting the same actions and same behaviors but they're not traitors so you can't use that as an excuse and i it's so frustrating because i really want to be there to argue these points because i came up with so many i came up with so many good counterpoints for paul but miles just wasn't hitting them the best thing he best thing miles could have done and i feel like i saw this on twitter and um shout out to lewis but there was um, a point that he made where he said, what if Miles just turned around and went, well, that drink that I gave to Diane, I didn't want because Paul gave it to me. And he turned it around on Paul. And then it's just Paul's word against Miles. That would have been crazy if he had done that. That would have been absolutely crazy. Um, I don't think he would have because he isn't that. <laughs> he just wasn't on the game in that kind of way. But um, honestly, it was it was tough to watch. Harry, um, whilst Paul and Miles were going backwards and forwards, Harry took the opportunity to turn to Zach and went, do you get the feeling that this is just two traitors going at each other? Well played, Harry. Well played. Because not only have you started to lay the seeds of Paul's demise, 
but you've actually shot up in my estimations even more than you were before. I think I think Harry's got a very, very good opportunity to win this game. The only thing he needs to do is get rid of Paul. If he continues to be Paul's little lapdog and help him in his quest to, to like, I don't know, total domination, I guess, then he's going to end up being the sacrificial lamb and we can't have that. We can't have Paul winning this fucking show. I'll be pissed off. I'll be angry. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, essentially that was that was the entire thing. That was the entire round table. And my God, broke my heart because the voting was as follows. Zach voted for Miles. Molly voted for Miles. Miles voted for Paul. Andrew voted for Miles. Jasmine voted for Miles. Ross voted for Miles. Evie voted for Paul. Charlotte voted for Miles. Paul voted for Miles. Charlie voted for Miles. Jazz voted for Andrew for some unknown reason. And Harry also voted for Miles. So that ended up with Miles with nine votes, Paul with two, Andrew with one. <sighs> Tough because I really, really, really think that this is why I don't think I could play the game. Because if I if I got voted out, I'd be like, right, the traitors are this, this, this. I'm pissed off. Peace out. <laughs> Faithfuls, well done. You played the game very well. Look at my vote. Look who I voted for. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But then I also think if I did that, then I would name drop someone that isn't it. I don't know. It depends whether my fellow traitors backed me up or not. If they haven't backed me up, then I'm going to fucking ruin their game that's why i don't think i could get cast because i think i actually would be too bitter like actually too bitter it's tough it's tough it's tough but miles you played a very very good game you got let down by a twist that was just geared to get a traitor out if i'm being 100 percent honest it's disappointing because i really do think that you and harry could have made it all the way to the end if you just sacrificed paul but paul's too paul's too powerful too important and no one's willing to stand up to him at the moment. So I wrote down after the round table, I'm fuming and Paul is now my least favourite person ever. Everyone is saying how proud they are of Paul and how he's 100% a faithful. And I just think actually kill me now because I don't think I can watch another five episodes of people licking Paul's ass. It's really tough. It's really tough because there's so much evidence that it is him. And just because he led the charge on voting out a traitor, they're suddenly like, oh, he must be innocent. No, he's just realised that this traitor's a liability and that they need to go. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. It's really, really angering me at the moment that he is. He keeps on getting away with this because, like, he shouldn't be getting away with this. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. So we go to the to the tower at night. Paul and Harry are laughing at the whole situation. Just pisses me off. Just angry at this point. And they get the choice to recruit or to murder. Harry basically pressures Paul to recruit because he says, oh, we need, if we're going to make it to the end, just the two of us, we need a full guy. We need, we need someone to, we need someone to like get, like help us get, um, to, to allow us to like lamb to the slaughter kind of thing and paul's like yeah we do we do need a patsy we do need a patsy like who who do, who do we decide 
I really, really hope that Harry takes this recruitment as an opportunity to get Paul out of here. I think that would be the smartest decision, if I'm being 100% honest. But I feel like he's almost too loyal to Paul, and that's going to cause him issues. And it's, it's unfortunate, but I feel like that is exactly what's going to happen, and I'm just not here for it. I'm not, I'm not ready for Paul to backstab Harry. So the names that were brought up as potential um, people were Zach, Jasmine, Ross, and Andrew. Now, personally, I wouldn't want Andrew or Zach as my traitor buddy. Jasmine, brilliant choice. Ross, brilliant choice. But I also wonder how they're going to play the game. It's very interesting. There's so many different dynamics to this game. I'm I'm worried that this is going to spell doom for them, but also I am kind of rooting for the faithfuls because I just don't like Paul at the moment. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Right. Well, that is the episode. We'll find out tomorrow who got recruited. We'll find out who goes home in the round table. And then I'm sure there will be another murder. So thank you guys very, very much. I will see you guys later. Keep on ranting. Bye now.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.